Hello, and welcome to Game 2 with three new, mostly wonderful guests. Uh, we have a much diverse set of movies for you this game. I did mention them uh, last month. Uh, our first movie, of course, today is The Vampire's Kiss, uh, directed by Robert Bierman. Uh, the movie came out in 1990. 1988. It's starring Nicolas Cage, Maria Conchita Al Alonso, Jennifer Beals, and Elizabeth Ashley. Uh, next week will be the movie Willow, uh, starring Warwick Davis. And then our last movie uh, will be Easy A, uh, starring Emma Stone. Uh, so, brand new set of players with a new set of personalities. Our first player, uh, who will be going first this week, uh, is Tracy. Would you like to say uh, anything about yourself? Yes, uh, I am Tracy. I am an improviser, and I am related to two of the three people on this podcast. Wonderful. That brings us into our most wonderful player of all uh, this week, uh, my mother. Uh, Ma, do you want to say anything about yourself? Um, when you Genuinely, when you started that, I want to mention, I thought you were going to mention yourself when you said the most wonderful player was not expecting Well, I'm not niceness. a player, so... And, and now I want to know who's kidnapped my son and replaced him with you. You said something nice. Um, that tells All you right, enough about All right, that's enough me. from you. Uh, <laughs> our last player who selected this movie and as such will be going last uh, is Alan. Hello, I am Alan. And... Uh, <laughs> I will be stop. I will stop doing the accent because everyone gets upset when I do it. So uh, yeah, I'm an improviser too, and I am unrelated to everybody here. What? Wait, I thought I'm you not, were my grandson. I. <laughs> sorry, All Grandma. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So to keep in mind uh, for this movie, if you would like to play along at home, uh, you have to. You have got you guys got to tell me who had the best performance. What was the funniest Nick Cage moment in this movie? What was the cringiest Nick Cage moment in this movie? How do you think I felt about that accent he had in the movie, uh, which we were just shown just a moment ago? So, Tracy, yes, you did not suggest this movie. I will say just just before we start, if you've not seen this movie, it it's hard to recommend this movie if you want a crazy time. Like, if you want a movie like The Room or Rocky Horror, this is a movie for you. If you don't like any of those movies, you've seen them, you don't like them, don't watch this movie. Uh, with any, Without any further ado, Tracy, you will start us off with round one. What is your first point? Uh, my first point is that this movie is not about a vampire. It's about AIDS. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So this movie came out in uh, 1989, uh, I had written down, and this man goes around having casual sex with a lot of women, and I do not see any condom wrappers anywhere. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of exchange of bodily fluids, uh, the big one being blood, okay? Uh, and I think this whole thing is is an allegory for Nicolas Cage's character's fear of getting AIDS. Hmm. 
All right. Um, I don't think that has anything about a thing that I like or dislike about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very wonderful observation. It's not what this game is, unfortunately. I can't award you any points. Do you have something that you would like to give me four points, or was that it? Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I just had to get that uh, out of the way. Um, I will. I, I will talk about um, sex uh, to follow up on on the AIDS point. Um, so I found the point of view watching them have sex through the window really creepy, uh, and it was a very unconvincing sex scene. So I'm going to say <laughs> that, that that is something that you picked up on uh, and did not like. Hmm. Interesting. I will say, I think the creepiness is good. Like, seeing from outside of the room and being what we are, uh, observers on this, because we aren't there, we physically aren't there, they wouldn't know about us. Um, I think she might have just disconnected. We'll see in just a moment. Still here, um, yeah. But... Yeah, no, it's very creepy. I think that's it's very good because this movie's kind of scary, kind of creepy movie. Oh, there she is. Uh, I think you just disconnected. Um, hmm. You know what? I'll give I'll give you two points because you know, eh, very unconvincing that uh, Nicolas Cage can sleep with a black woman. <laughs> um. So, I'll give you two points for that. But I think it was very creepy. I think it was very good. Set the mood for the movie. Uh, Ma, it is your turn. Okay. <clears throat> well, um, now I'm just, this, is, this isn't my point that I think you hated most at the very beginning. But the, the terrible drunk acting. Oh my gosh, when they call the cab and then immediately like, nah, we're just messing with you. And the cab driver is like, Mrr. like, um, it, it, that was just a, a funny, funny moment. Um, I don't think that bugged you is what I'm about to say. So I think what bugged you was there's a little boy sitting at the top of the the stairwell mm -hmm. and he's staring at them making out but what makes it worse they go in they're having sex here comes the bat fly in the window they come out and that boy is still staring at the door <laughs> like he could see them having sex that whole entire time well the door you was hated closed. that go <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. If I were a little boy, <laughs> I would just like, you know, stay up late and wait for those, like, porno channels to come on. You know the ones. Um, so I don't know what's up with this little boy that he's just sitting in a hallway in his apartment. Like, because his mom does come by and grab him. Does she know he does this? What's up with this little kid? He's just a little. He's a little freak. But she doesn't grab him till after. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. In the hallway, the second time, I'm like, so yeah, she's when just let she's him naked. set out there <laughs> that whole time, staring at the door, going, "The sex is going to happen." <laughs> oh, and I want to say that that's actually Casey Lemon. Um, mm -hmm. 
because I didn't write that down. I feel bad because I do remember her being in this movie. Um, all right, I will give you. Yeah, I'll give you four points for pointing out that creepy kid. Thank you. All right, Alan, your movie, your first point, hit me. Well, I gotta give some props uh, to Maria Conchita Alonso as Alva. I think she did a. I, a spectacular job, and I think you think that too. Uh, she was uh, the—I feel like the by far the the best part of this film. I thought she was believable, and uh, you really felt for her character in <laughs> um, the, the midst of this insane man. That's why you're wearing the suit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you just think I like Alva in general? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I didn't really have a note of just like characterization, but you know what? Yeah, because she is kind of, aside from Nick Cage, she is more of the main character. Because he's the antagonist of the story, or I guess he's the protagonist, which therefore makes her the antagonist in a way. Because she's in opposition of what he wants, even though she's the hero and he's clearly the villain. And she suffers a lot in this movie. Hmm. I give you five points because she deserved better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tracy, we come back to you. Yes. Uh, so I think you loved the mimes in the street. <gasps> they are awesomely bad. I had opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything that I'm going to say on this movie is like, you loved it because it was bad. Mm. No one has gone has called this out yet. This is a bad movie. <laughs> what? I disagree. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Um, I agree with Tracy. <laughs> yeah. So I think. Yeah. I have. There's just. I just. There is a point of the movie where there's just a couple dancing on the street, and I was like, "What is going on?" And then there were mimes. <laughs> It comes out of nowhere. And apparently, I don't, like, I don't know if they were there, if they were just street performers, but, like, someone asked, like, the director about it, and he was just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, they asked him, well, what was the motivation behind this? was being snorted this? when this movie was being filmed. And he was just like, I don't know. Mm. Um, so, yeah, those were both four points. So that's eight points for you. I do have to, I would take away points, but, um, cause the female mime, she spits in Nick Cage's face or she spits on the ground when he walks by mm, and she ground. goes, <laughs> and I go, you're a mime, do this. I just mime spitting. Um, so that is eight points for you this round, Tracy. Uh, Ma, we come back to you. Oh, okay. So Nick Cage's first interaction with Alva is them staring obsessively at each other's ankles. <laughs> <laughs> so she does it first and she's like, oh, how's your ankle doing? I and think then it was because he's not wearing socks. Fine. It still happened. <laughs> but then she's walking away and he's very pointedly looking at her ankles and I was just like, what? I've Okay, I get foot fetishes, but ankle fetishes? What, what? the what? You've never been a Puritan, uh, <laughs> and you have to cover up all parts of your skin, so even the most tasteful of ankle shots get you off? 
it was so su- such an absurd moment. Yeah, so I think I think the th- the meaning behind that is because he spent the night over at his girlfriend's apartment or whatever, um, that he didn't have socks to put on. Right. So she goes, "Oh, he had a he had a nice night." And I just think him looking at her is him just being fucking weird. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, okay. I still think it like like the choice I'll give you by three the ha. Uh, huh, I object. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. You get no points. <laughs> I'm not. All right, Alan. We come back to you. <laughs> um. I think so. There's a part in the movie where Nicolas Cage murders a woman, uh, but yes. I, I think uh, you find it ridiculous Spoilers. that nobody. <laughs> I think you find it ridiculous that nobody note like she was a in this big rave. There's nobody in this secret off to the side room, and then he kills her, and then nobody finds her, and it's like. It makes me question, like, did this happen? Why did, was the point? <laughs> Sorry, I was flipping through my notes. Can you repeat that? Uh, so I think you didn't like when Nicolas Cage murdered that woman and there was literally nobody there. You know, there's a room full of people, like, ten <laughs> feet away. And she's sitting all by herself. Yeah. Like, come on. This man just punched a bouncer and then ran into this club. I'll give you four points for that. All right. Coming into round three. Uh, Tracy, it is your turn. Uh, I think you bumped on the very inaccurate portrayal of psychotherapy presented in this movie. Uh, and what, how bad Dr. Glazer is at her job. Mm. I mean, when you're when your client is Nick Cage, what are you <laughs> supposed to do? I can call the police. I like, can you give any specifics, or is this just a general thing? Can you give any specifics, Tracy, or is it oh, just a yeah. general that she sucks uh, as a therapist? Well, I mean, the fact that he, you know, he's he's lying on the couch and yeah. he's just free associating. Uh, and you know, he, he, like her major skill set is just to say, like, how did you feel about that? What came to mind? Which is just like, you know, this woman has a doctorate and she's basically just sitting there. Yeah. I will also take away, I mean, for some reason he's sitting in a suit, like his, his suit is buttoned when he's laying down. Major points away for that, but also, yeah, no, he's just, just kind of doing stuff, and then she's like, "Hmm, how does that make you feel?" It's just like it's like they watched a movie about a therapist, and they went, "That's mm-hmm. enough." Why did I recognize her voice, Kasan? I don't know, but she has a very good voice. I was thinking she was for some reason in Steven Universe. Oh. I think I know why you'd think that, but it's been a while since I've seen this movie. Um, so I think I forgotten how I, I gave you points. It was either three or four. Uh, move on. Uh, Ma, we come back to you. Okay. 
So first of all, I didn't realize we could just bounce around the whole film. I thought we yes. were just like going sort of in order. So nope. my misunderstanding, because I would have hit those mimes first, Tracy. <laughs> uh-huh. um, okay. So I know you absolutely hated when he was chasing her through the office and all of those employees and no one, no one did nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. But then it tips on further, and I'm sorry to to do, to add this because oh, go they go together. Is then the meeting about it, where and then I wrote and I wrote this misogyny, 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 mm-hmm. because those men sitting in that room discussing how hilarious it was that she was terrified, that she wanted money, and they just thought it was a big fucking joke, and not one person was like. This is wrong. Hey, man, it was the 80s. Everyone knows men sucked in the 80s. Um, but that's not an excuse. Literally, no one stops Nicolas Cage from chasing Alva. Not a single damn person. That's five points right there. Chases her into the women's bathroom. And then... Everybody is laughing about it like she's the one in the wrong and not him. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you really showed her by chasing her into the woman's bathroom, making her feel very afraid for her life. High five, Nick. Can you believe she asked for a raise? <laughs> uh, I hate it. So that is, that. that is 10 points overall for you. Uh, much better than the last round with no points. Uh, Alan, it's your turn. Mm. Uh, I think you liked when Nicolas Cage randomly accosted people around the street. <laughs> Just started running people I'm and going, vampire. I'm a vampire! Kill me! <laughs> and by the way, those people weren't actors. Those were just pedestrians. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. those are just very, just regular I brought this people. Up. I brought this up with Tracy. Um, yeah, no, they just, they were like... A hundred feet away from Nick Cage, he was wearing a mic. They zoomed in on him, and they go, "All right, Nick, just run down the street. Uh, you think you're a vampire?" And he's like, "I'm a vampire." <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Uh, three points. For, uh, sorry, four points for you. All right, round four, Tracy. Would you like to give me your next point, please? Yes. Uh, this is kind of a, a double header. Uh, so the first thing is that I was about 45 minutes into this movie and I got so frustrated that I had to look it up on Wikipedia and I went, Oh, it's supposed to be a comedy. (laughs) It's not. It's not. It was not filmed as a comedy. (laughs) Well, this Wikipedia says that it was supposed to be a dark comedy. I think is the way that they put Possibly, it. Possibly, yes. They use the word black. Black comedy, yes. Because I did the same thing, and I probably lasted an equal amount of time before oh. I had to mm-hmm. go, what the what? Uh, and so the the second part of my doubleheader of a point is, I'm sorry, you made a comedy and you put a rape in it? Yeah. <laughs> what the actual fuck? Revenge of the nerds, Tracy. <laughs> yeah. That was not any more cool. <laughs> No, it wasn't, but that movie still is like, oh yeah, that one's a comedy. A lot of 80s movies hinge on a rape joke, Tracy. It's not good. 
Mm-mm. Hmm. Man, fuck the 80s. Give yeah. you tw- I'll give you seven points for that. With just man, fuck the 80s. All right, Ma, we come, we come back to you. Okay, <clears throat> so I don't remember exactly what woman this was. I, it might have been the first one, but it could have been a second one. I, so there's this whole editing error when they are um, getting when naked. Stripping? Yes. And she takes, and she takes off, off the stocking. Her thigh high is what I called it. And then she only takes off one. Then she's standing there and both of them are off and then they're fucking. And I'm like, uh, yep. wait. And then I had to rewind it to be like, did I? No, I, there, I mean, I saw like, and I've got other editing errors, but that's the one that, that yep. bugged me first. Yeah, no, because I caught that in my first watch. I only watched it once, but I saw it immediately and I go, wait a second. And you know what? I'm going to sound like a creep if I say this. So you know what? I noticed her taking off one stocking and then boom, both of them were off. That's all I need to say about this. Uh, Three points. Uh, Alan, we come back to you. Oh, shoot. Where was I? (laughs) I was thinking about something and I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lo is really not good at his job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. I only oh, know Nick Cage, Peter. Alva. <laughs> Nick, Nicholas Cage is really bad at his the job. Therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he, like, uh, he doesn't go. He just has this strange schedule where he goes to work and then he leaves to go to therapy and then he comes back and he leaves whenever he wants. He, I don't know what. Like literature, he's getting into. Like he, he doesn't... works in literature. <laughs> literature. <laughs> and I, I he's, I, it's amazing. He's works at this. He's so high, high up at this company. I don't even know really how high up he is at this company. And I think you didn't like how vague his position was and how bad he was at his job. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a lot of specific things that he's just terrible at his job about. But overall. Yeah, what does this man do? He it's is super not established other than he works in contracts. No, maybe? no, no. So it's it's a literary agency. Yes. And I even wrote it. It's a foreign I wrote the name of his specific office. Uh but 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 you're right. It's very vague. So um which may or may not be a point of the movie. Right. Um it's the foreign distribution was his office title. All right. So, yeah, I think I'll give you six points because what is Nick Cage doing? Because sometimes he can just go, I'm taking the rest of the day off. It's like, you just got in. (laughs) Uh, Now we come into round five. Now, at this point, anyone can press the dick button uh, and declare whether or not I like this movie or not. Uh, or we can wait until closer to the end of the game, uh, hopefully around round 10, and then you can all take a guess. Uh, if anyone does it now, they will get 15 points if they get it correct. If they get it wrong, their opponents will both gain 5 points. So, with that in mind, uh, Tracy, it is now your next point. Alright, so I am going to name a moment in this movie which you found iconic. And that is Nicolas Cage reciting the alphabet. Damn it, you have to be for me! 
Uh, will you remind me when this was in the movie? I don't remember oh, that. I have it. I have it. I have written. Because isn't he doing it to Alva? No, he's doing it to the therapist, Kaysan. He is doing it to the therapist. <laughs> I wrote thirty-nine forty-eight. Exactly the moment I have it time stamped. And the the thing that I wrote down in my notes is this is exactly how I'm going to teach my child to sing the alphabet song. <laughs> I don't even call it the alphabet scene. I call it the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, motherfucking Z scene. That's the, that's the scene. <laughs> hmm. All right, yeah, uh, I'll give you five points for that, Trace. Uh, Ma, we come back to you. Okay, so I... Think. Now, okay, keep in mind that I yeah. genuinely believed he was a vampire up until the point that I pulled up Wikipedia and went, oh, <laughs> this could also be something else. Um, the When he was in the bathroom realizing he can't see himself in the mirrors while we can clearly fucking see him. Like, if you want me to really believe that somebody's having a psychosis, they could have edited that differently. Like, I know it's, you know, what year did you say it was, Tracy, 1989? Yeah. Or Okay. But but still, like that, I just feel like that would have bugged you or... Or it bugs you so badly that you're like, this is ridiculous, and then you loved it. See, that's the thing about you. <laughs> I think in his apartment, he starts smashing his mirror so he can't that's see his reflection. after the bathroom scene in the but, office. But, yeah. Like, if they... They want us to believe that he's a vampire. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop anyone... Like who's listening to this and go, oh yeah, well that myth becomes is because of silver in the mirror. Shut the fuck up, because no one knows that. That is that is a fact you bring to a party and go, oh actually, did you know it's not that they don't have a reflection? <laughs> it's actually because of the silver and the in the mirror that causes them not to have a reflection. Vampires don't have reflections anymore. That's how it is. That's what we know <laughs> about vampires. <laughs> So shut the fuck up. So if they wanted us to genuinely believe that he thought he was a vampire mm -hmm. or wanted us to think, oh, he is a vampire, why do we see his reflection? Mm -hmm. Like, even if it's just camera trickery and then at the end of the movie they flash back and, they, and then mm -hmm. we do see his reflection mm -hmm. a bunch of times, you, you're not even trying, movie. It's <laughs> almost as bad as The Howling 2. Because, oh my god, that was another movie Alan suggested, and I watched, and come on. Oh, that one is, ugh. Ugh. One day. So yeah, that's six, that's six points right there for you, Ma. Good job. Um, Alan, we come back to you. Um. Shoot. 
Um, I think you love Nicolas Cage's faces. I mean, you gotta love his faces. I counted, what was it, 28? I believe is my final tally. Yep, 28 weird faces. And I think uh, you loved every single one because I loved every single one. And I always love every single one. Hmm. Each hold a special part, place in my heart. <laughs> when I, w- I was going to give you points until you said I'd loved every, every single one of them because they were... <laughs> There is one where he's being, he's getting the vampire's kiss, where he's, he's doing the orgasm face that I'm just like, I don't need this. I don't need to know what he looks like when he's getting off. I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to move right along from that. Uh, Beginning of round six, um, I'll let everyone know how the scores stand. Uh, Tracy's in the lead with 26 points. Ma is just behind with 23 uh, and Alan is last with 19, and it's a very close game. Uh, Tracy, what is your next point, please and thank you? Uh, so m- my next point is is a, a major plot point, which strains credulity, which, you know, go figure uh, in a movie such as this. Why in the heck does Alva not just quit? <laughs> I understand that this woman needs a job. She's in New York City. It's the 80s. There is there is no godly reason why she should do this. And why does she keep looking for this stupid uh is it Dare Spiegel article? Come on. Why would you not oh, go to your boss's that. boss and be like, "Okay, he's given me an impossible task and he's fucking crazy and I think he might try to kill me." Well, I think the thing is as we saw in the board meeting room, no one cares about her. Um, unfortunately. But yeah, fucking quit, girl. <laughs> this man is literally making your life hell for no reason. Also, did you not tell your parents that he chased you into the women's bathroom? Because her mom is just like... Honey, you need to go to work. You can't lose this job. It's like, first of all, she doesn't even live in New York City. I think she like either lives in New Jersey or lives on the outskirts of New York City in one of the suburbs and she rides takes the subway in. So like like rent shouldn't even be that high. She's living in a house with her mom, her dad, and her brother. Which does beg the question, how old are all of you? Like I would understand like I know, like, job sucks, but this was the 80s, and, like, they both look like they're 30. So, like, I don't know why they're both living with their parents still. That's a bit weird to me. I I say living with my parent. Yeah. um, I I clearly think it was about abuse, um, because her her mom was very, like, the way that her mom came at her, Tracy, when she was laying in bed, I was like... But but I was I was impressed that she still didn't go to work, right? Um, okay. So that is four points for you, Tracy, because Alva, you should have quit. You can find a different job. Uh, Ma, we come back to you. Okay. Um. All right, I'm going to single out the one Nick Cage look. 
that you absolutely loved because I had it written down and Alan, your all-encompassing everyone was not good enough for me. You loved when he looked like flock of seagulls. What? So there was a moment and I was towards the end where he opens the door and his hair is in the, the like it's forward and it looked like flock of seagulls. The band? Yes. No, like actual seagulls. Yes, the band. Yes, there is a moment. Like, if you pause on it, that's exactly what he looks like. I'm, I'm sad that you missed that because I hmm. think you would have enjoyed that. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't... Yeah, it wasn't curled at the side perfectly, but... I just, it was, um, it was, I'm trying to think when he opened the, the door exactly. I don't, I feel like you guys, like, when I was doing this, I didn't realize we would write down actual times and things, and I feel like, um, you guys got to study longer for the test. And <laughs> well, I've seen somebody, this twice. And, and I feel like somebody went, here, Robin, read the cliff notes, take the test. <laughs> okay. See, I don't really have a thing specific about that. So no points. Alan, we come back to you. Okay. I feel like we're leaving out the Jessica Deal Beals in this movie, uh, as the vampire. Uh who's You mean Jennifer Beals? Yeah, Jennifer yes. Beals. Yeah. Uh who how do I put this? Not I don't think it was so weird. It was just weird. Um her the sex scenes with her were Bad. Uh, you could see her pasties like on the covered. I remember. I just say I wrote that down. And every single sex scene also was filmed in the same night, which is so insane. <laughs> it's like how long did they get Jessica uh, Jennifer Beals for? Like four minutes. <laughs> it's just uh, I don't think you liked it. Jennifer Beals does not do a good job. She's great in Flashdance. I I liked her. I thought she was great. I think I'm going to give you no points on that. Uh, we come into round seven. Uh, Tracy? Uh, let's talk about the C word. And how mm. it did not belong anywhere near this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think this uh, this movie deserved to have the c word. Really, this is what uh, I'm especially saying. Because it's such a, like a violent movie against women. Right. I don't think the c word belongs in any movie, but I think there's an argument to be made that like okay, maybe if you're trying to portray a certain it kind of like person, like a misogynist paused her. <laughs> <laughs> You cut out there, Tracy. Are you here? I'm back. Would you like to try that again? Because I don't. I didn't hear any of that. 
well, you you heard about the C word, right? Yes. I, yeah, and so I was saying, I think there's an argument to be made uh, that some movies deserve the the use of the C word. I would argue against that, but I would be willing to debate it. Uh, but but this movie definitely did not earn oh, yeah. the C word. I'll give you four points for that. Uh, Ma, we come back to you. Okay. So I am going to go back to Nicolas Cage believing he's an actual vampire, which I think you would have thought this was hilarious, was him turning his couch into the coffin. <laughs> like, it was so absurd and uh, and such a like this like and I and I've said I did not think this was a comedy, but just that that because it looked enough like a coffin that I was like okay I get it, but it was just uh, it was so hilarious and especially towards the end when he like is struggling under to get back into it and he's like like I and I can't tell if he's. Like, because he wants everybody to kill him, but, oh, no, I'm going to hide from you. Who's going to try to kill me? <laughs> and, yeah, so I, I would say that you actually enjoyed the use of that couch coffin. It feels very much like something I would have done. <laughs> um, it, It's like, you know, he, he he's ambiguous. What? ambiguously wealthy so whether or not he could afford an actual coffin i think it would have gone too far if he had actually bought a coffin so i think him getting the couch and just turning it over yeah uh it's also the poster of the movie is her sitting on the couch um and him laying out from underneath of it which i really enjoyed but it's um, also now that you say that though is it being a couch and used during psychotherapy, I think gives it another layer, the fact that he used the couch as the coffin. Okay, sorry, done. I'll, I will give you seven points on that one. Uh, Alan, it is your turn. Okay. I've gotten two zero points in a row. Gotta get a good one. <laughs> Do... Um, when he first buys the teeth, I, again, he, there's such a fundamental misunderstanding of how vampires work, or at least in Cage's mind, uh, because after he buys the teeth, he goes into the park, he starts calling around like a dog and like chasing pigeons and, oh, it was in the same, and also he looks, he looks at a church, he looks at a cross, and he goes, ah, it hurts. Like, like the idea of Christianity hurts him, which is uh, just uh, ridiculous. I think you also uh, agree that this is just a ridiculous part of the movie. His, just such a fundamental misunderstanding of uh, vampirism. Well, I will say that the cross is used to repel vampires. So, like, they will hold it up, and vampires have to hiss and move away from it. Uh, and churches are technically hollowed ground, which vampires can't step on. Um, but he's also not a vampire, so I think he just walks <laughs> right onto the church's property. And then, because I think he has groceries at that point when he sees the cross, yeah. and he, then he's physically affected. 
drops to his knees. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Oh, that when he runs away, they have a stunt scene where the car was fully immobile, and right when he gets out, it starts to move, which I also found just funny. Interesting. So for noticing that, I will give you three points. But yeah, I mean. It re- like if they would establish the rules of vampires f- in this movie, it might make a little bit more sense. Um, because like I know vampire lore, so that's why I picked up on it. But if you watch it and you don't know that much, it doesn't make sense. And they don't does, explain anything. So and how does I'll he know so much? Point. How does what does he like? Where does he um, get it from? Mm, oh. You get you see the move. You see where he watches Nosferatu and he's the sun and stuff. But then. I don't. That's the only thing is light. Does he watch Nosferatu? Yes, it's in the background. I have it written down. Um, oh, is it one of the sex scenes? When yeah. He's... yeah. Okay. And then he later so... dances like him. Oh yeah, yeah, no. In the dance club, he's moving exactly like Nosferatu, uh, or Count Orlock, as he is specifically referred to. Um, so that is six points overall for you in that round, Alan. Um, Tracy, we come back to you, beginning of yes. round eight. So we have been hinting around this, but no one has actually come out and say it. Nicholas Cage's acting is goddamn terrible. Mm-hmm. It is a travesty. And this is coming <laughs> off of Moonstruck in which he gave a really good performance. Why he felt compelled to make this movie, I have no idea. Like the script. Fun fact, this is he said himself this is his favorite role he ever did. Hmm. Yeah, he said this he thinks this is one of his best performances. Yeah. Oh, it's like the guy who made the room. <laughs> And he's actually annoyed because there are several scenes that they cut. And he's like, some of my best work was in those scenes that they cut. And I go, what amazing stuff did he do in those scenes that could have saved this movie? Could have eaten more cockroaches. Honestly. (laughs) Apparently, he filled the cockroach scene twice. I'll give you five points, Tracy. All right. And you know what, K-San? I'm going to go ahead and hit the dick button. Oh. I think you did not like this movie. Mm. Hmm. Now, here's the thing. There are parts of this movie that was enjoyable. Overall, this wasn't this wasn't like an amazing movie. I didn't I didn't go out of this movie and go, man, this is such I'm so glad Alan suggested. (laughs) A lot of the time I'm like, what the hell was Alan thinking? (laughs) But at the same time. With the funny parts mixed in, or the things at least I found funny, which I don't think anything was meant to be funny in this movie. So I doubt that this was supposed to be a comedy. I just, I don't know how I feel about this movie. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. It's a trick question. This was a trick question all along. That is not fair. That's what I was going to say. Oh, last week for Judge Dredd, spoiler for you guys, I said... That I both liked and disliked the movie, so they would have gotten points either way. So uh, the question is, is a trick question. because you gave a definitive question or definitive answer, do I give you points? Because technically, I kind of don't like this movie, but at the same time, mm-hmm. some I of the like parts it. are very funny. Yeah, that's so. It's, I 
I don't like or dislike this movie. I cage this movie. I Nicholas cage this film. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, that's, so that's so here here's my, my my argument, K San. Yes. You can like parts of a movie. You can think it's unintentionally funny in a way that's not the funny it was meant to be. And you can still dislike the movie overall. So I I thought this was a terrible movie, uh, but I was glad that Alan forced me to sit through it uh, because I enjoy hating Alan. Can can I make a counterpoint to why I thought you actually liked them? Like, I really thought you would come out with, yes, you hated lots of it, but why I felt you would overall like it is because, first of all, such a terrible movie. So much to dislike about it. And you like disliking things and ripping things apart. So and bad so it's good. To me, this is the perfect movie for you, for you to destroy. Hmm. These are all very interesting, different facets of my, of my brain that are being dissected here. You know what? I will say, because no one has brought this up. I think I skipped like half an hour of this movie. Oh, what? So like, I had to skip. <laughs> We're all walking out of this podcast. I'm not because I wanted to. I wanted to skip through it. And I'm like, no, I made a commitment. <laughs> like when he gets in the car with Alva, like I skipped until she's in the, in the mechanic shop with her brother. I watched that. Hey, San, who raised you? Whoever they were is my a terrible dad. fucking person. You betrayed um, my trust. And I also skipped a lot of the club scene. Like, I watched him murder her and then him yell at the vampire. So you know what? I'm going to give you the 15 points. Because, like, yeah. No, you made some very good points. Just because I can like bits of the movie doesn't mean I have to like it overall. And that's 100% right. I feel so, like she got um, the points because your dad raised you. <laughs> if anything, I wouldn't have given a woman points because my dad raised me. Oh, uh, burn indeed. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So that is 15 points for Tracy there. Uh, I just need to do some math real quick. Ma, it's your turn. Okay. Um... All right, so um, the scene where this is in the nightclub, right? And this is after he's killed the girl mm -hmm. and he has seen Rachel. Yes. Right? And so he sees Rachel and her new boyfriend and then... Rachel comes in to the room where he is having... He's like crying him to himself. Right, right. So he's having an episode, right? Um, and so she basically berates him, right? While pretending not to be a vampire, right? I just felt like that, that was overly aggressive for this woman who supposedly hasn't had sex with him a bunch of times. Like, Alan, I know you mentioned that you felt that they had had the sex scenes. Now, if they were all filmed in one night, that's fine, but they were filmed in different locations because she has sex with him in the office when Alva is pounding on the door to get in there, 
right? So it wasn't just in his room, but I just, I actually wrote this note about the fact that, <clears throat> okay, so 50 Shades of Grey, right? Supposedly Twilight is a um, fan fiction based on 50 Shades Backwards. of Grey. And in my opinion, Vampire's Kiss is the prequel to the series of all of those shitty movies. Interesting. Because she did. She was like, like she, it, it's almost like he wanted a woman to mistreat him and beat him. And also, it was women's fault for everything. So... I don't know really what point I was aiming at there, but I'm a woman, so <laughs> it's hard to say. Hmm. Yeah, no, I think a lot, like, I think we were, like we were saying earlier with the unwarranted C word, that this movie doesn't deserve it, because um, it doesn't really treat, I don't really think it treats the women characters as being very strong, because, like, she, um, Alva doesn't get to have a moment where she stands up to uh nick cage it's her brother that comes in and stakes him for her um oh sorry go on go ahead all right well two two quick things first of all that scene i didn't finish with rachel it's filled with editing errors in the location of where nick is standing in yeah. correlation to the two of them and when they they pan back he's in a different location than he just was seconds ago but alva right so let's talk about the gun. Yeah. So Alva fires the gun five times. Nicholas Cage then puts it in his mouth and fires it three more times. It's a six shooter. That's not possible. And I thought that would have really bothered you, even though it was yeah. filled with blanks. Yeah, yeah. Now I was like, not only that the gun should have killed him right you can't fire blanks in your mouth Alan it's not your turn yeah but I just need to note that (laughs) give the points to her because no because you did mark on it blanks would still be dangerous especially in his fucking mouth absolutely right right so that's six points to Alan even though it's not his turn so I will I think I that would be your turn down for this round, well, Alan. By the way, but also he's supposed to be a vampire at this point, right? So he's not a vampire, though. I know, but yeah, I don't I, know. Also, the, movie, the movie never takes a position right. on whether yeah. he is a vampire or whether he's crazy and thinks he's a vampire. Like it's trying to have it both ways. Like, why was Rachel so aggressive in that scene? Which was my original point in this round. There's also a thing where like they i read something where they try to allege that rachel is a figment of his imagination and that's just entirely wrong because in the club scene he walks into the middle of the club and grabs her and starts yelling at her and no one goes whoa what is that crazy dude doing talking to thin air they go hey get away from that woman buddy right so like it's she is a person but whether she's a vampire is that I think that scene ruins the mystique of is she a real person or not? Because if she had appeared out of the club mm-hmm. and started berating him after he murders that woman, and then there's another guy there, and yeah. that's her new beau, and then she just disappears from the club, 
then we'd be like, okay, but is she real or is she a vampire? But no, she's dancing with him in the middle of the scene, and clearly she is a person. But is she a vampire or is he just crazy? Because he does fully hallucinate a scene where he's talking to his therapist. Mm-hmm. So at that point, we know he has delusions and full-on episodes. But whether or not that applies to the Rachel character, if he even met her or went out with her, it the movie loses me at that point. Yeah, I mean yeah. to to compare to an equally great film, American Psycho. You know, is, thank you. <laughs> First of all, I was waiting I was for someone thinking, to say it. I was it. thinking Fight Club, actually. Fight Club, mm-hmm. very much as well. I see. I think a hundred percent that this is the precursor to American Psycho. Hundred percent. I've never seen American. So much Psycho of American works. Psycho is this movie. It is a high-ranking executive who it's very obscure of what he does. All the stuff in the movie, it's debatable whether or not they actually happen. And it's about a dude that goes crazy and starts murdering people. Now, American Psycho, he murders a lot. Sorry, I just hit my mic. He murders a lot more people. It's a lot more, like, I think American Psycho, it's much more obvious that everything is happening in Patrick Bateman's mind and none of it's real. This movie is much more unfocused. And I think the author of American Psycho... Because I don't know if this if the book came out before this movie or after, but I a hundred percent percent think he saw this movie and was like, "I think I know what they were going for, and I can do it better." So are we are we sure the author of Fifty Shades of Grey didn't watch this? Oh no, it's possible, <laughs> especially because, like I said, Fifty Shades of Grey came from her fanfic of Twilight, so no, we know she the, likes vampires. It's the opposite. No, it's not. You definitely double hundred percent. Okay, Mom. all right. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey came okay. out way after. I mean, Vampire's Kiss is obviously mandatory viewing in all film classes in, in America. So let me explain why Vampire's Kiss led to nine eleven, led to Stephanie Meyer writing Twilight, led to Fifty Shades I of Grey. I have Twin Towers written down. Led to Ellen scene. being canceled on TV. Mm. For those of you who scour the internet a lot, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're I'll explain talking it about. to you guys right after this. Dakota Johnson. Um, all right, Alan, I'll let you. I'll let you have another wait, turn. Wait, I didn't get yes. any points. Yes, you did. I gave you. I think I gave you five points. No, you only talked about Alan's points. Sorry, I gave you points. I definitely did. I don't know what they are, but I gave you points. So Alan stole my what I was saying, and he got no, to no. Take he my said points? the blanks. He I said know the blank because. Thing. Yeah, I didn't get to finish. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, he stole. He interrupted me and stole what I was doing. (laughs) All right. But yet he gets to take my points. That's cool. I said give them. You could give them to Robin. That's cool. That's cool. It's all right, Alan. Take my points. All right, then Alan won't get a turn this time. Uh, Tracy, we come back to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Casey, I think you really enjoyed the moment. When Nicolas Cage goes, boo! Oh, where did he when he puts the blanks in his mouth and then he's crying because yes. he's a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> because Alan, 
I don't know if they would have been picked up with the microphone. Alan had a very violent reaction to <laughs> having being stole from him. Dude, Talking if it was important to you, you should have brought it up before round nine. Yeah, you should have brought that up. You should have brought that up last round, Alan. What was up with that? <laughs> Uh, so five points for you, Tracy. Uh, Ma, it's back to you. <laughs> what round are we in, anyway? This is round nine. You were exactly correct. Okay. Uh, um. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> oh. So when he first thinks Do that he has turned into a vampire. Uh-huh. I, I think you, like, and, and again, and I do feel like there was a lot of where you would have both thought it was hilariously bad, but also loved it. He starts going, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. And I was like, okay, well, I don't feel like we needed to announce it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I believe that's right before he starts running down the street saying it. Yeah, yeah, a little on the nose for such a subtle film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very subtle, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's four points for you. Uh, <laughs> we now come back to Tracy. Uh, no, we come back to... Uh-huh, yeah, all right. Yeah, real funny. Real funny, huh? Real funny, mister. Buster. Uh, well, I had a... So, before, you know, so I got... Uh, something happened. Uh, I was going to talk about the set, the crying scene, but also it was sort of like a yin and a yang because there was also his laugh, which was the most forced, aggressive thing I've ever heard in my entire life. There's so many points where he laughs and it's just so weird. (laughs) Like when, like after he gets the bat out of his apartment and then he just decides to screw his apartment and then they leave and and she's laughing at him and he just goes ah! <laughs> I'm just like what is Nicolas Cage what is wrong with him <laughs> he just makes such weird choices but commits to them a hundred percent Oh. Like, I don't think it would be such as good if he did not commit 100%. Mm-hmm. He did not go I'll, gi- I'll give you seven points for that. Yes. All right, it is round 10. How many more notes does everybody have? Are we running I'm low? I'm running out. I, I have one more thing to say. I got All right. five I pages. Be, I think this will be our last round then. Uh, the scores as they stand right now, Alan has 38 points. My ma has 45 points. And Tracy, still in a cushy lead, especially with the dick button points, 59 points. Well. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tracy, we, what is your final point? My final point is I think you very much enjoyed Nicolas Cage running down the street carrying a two-by-four, begging passersby to kill him. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Why is that your deal? Like, he's like, I'm a vampire. He's also running out in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. He's clearly not a vampire. Yes. Yeah. I'm a vampire. Kill me. They bring up the sun thing a lot, and then he doesn't follow it. Like, <laughs> like I'm wearing the sunglasses, yep. which was hilarious. And they're like, he's weird. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think they say he's eccentric. Yes, they did use that word. Yes, you're correct. Uh, be- yeah, because I wrote that down. He is so eccentric. Yeah. It's like, that's what you want to say about him? <laughs> <laughs> he did that after okay. jumping on Alva's desk. <laughs> after so that's, that's five points for you, Tracy. Ma, what is your last one? Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's it's so funny because, like, I think we've all, like, like some of the things that, like, we've all touched on each other's things, <laughs> just like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, I, like, first of all, like, like, I was so tortured by Alva myself, right? Because I... I, I absolutely, and I think, like, we'll have notes about who we, I don't believe she's who you felt gave the best performance. Um, but I just, like, like her, like, like this, when he shows up at her house and she is in her bra and she, and he, right? Now, he's already tricked you. How many times he's already tricked you and no, I genuinely mean I'm so sorry. And then you take him back again. You keep falling for it. You keep and then you're like, oh, he's so mean. Well, quit going with him. (laughs) He he is mean. He is a psycho. Stop it. Robin, you understand. He brought soup. (laughs) Brought a little packet of soup. He brought soup. He brought soup, and then he gets in the car and throws up a pigeon. And then she thinks enough to be like, well, I'm already stuck. Let's stop and get bullets for my gun. (laughs) Which, you know what? I got to tell you, what kind of a brother? If I showed up at my brother's house and was like, dude, this guy is crazy. I need bullets for my gun. My brother would go out to that cab, pull the guy out of the cab, and beat him dead right then and there. I don't believe that he would kill him at the end but refuse to do anything about it while he's in the cab. I just, it's so contradictory. I think, okay, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you six points because, like, Alva... You got to stand up for yourself at some point. Because <laughs> at some point, it is slightly your fault. I know you shouldn't blame the victims, but when the dude is very obviously crazy, if you follow him down a dark alley, it's your fault for getting murdered. Um, even like the six shot or the five shots she took, they, she aimed them all at the ground. I'm going to shoot you. Bang at the ground. I'm going to shoot you. Bang at the ground. I'm like... Alva, if you're gonna at least do a knee shot, come on. And then yeah, her brother is just like, no, no, no. We we only use blanks. It's like she sounds very upset right now, ma'am. You Mm -hmm. deal with this right now. She has Uh, a yeah, she has a terrible. So I'll give you, I'll give you another three points. So that's nine (laughs) points overall for you. So Alan. Well, we've talked a lot. You got so, one more. You said a lot of words during this. Uh, so I, I feel like you did mention something I, earlier, and I, w- I would say maybe bringing that up would be a good thing. I don't know. I don't remember what I've said up to this point. Uh, so okay. I feel like it's fitting to talk about the dialogue of this film. Sure. Uh, uh, so we, I'm just going to bring up some of my favorite quotes of the film. 
uh, cab driver to uh, mm. cage, uh, you fuck your mind. Um, to catch you up. Hey, so technical issues happen. Happens to me more than I'd like to endure it. Um, so I believe you were in the middle of your last point, Alan. Some of the dialogue that yes. you found fun. So after you, know, you fuck your mind, uh, Nicholas Cage to the woman he wants to have sex with. Literature. Um, uh, <laughs> am I getting through to you, Alva? Uh, uh, oh, him saying I didn't mean to after chasing Alva uh, to, into a restroom. Oh, oh, I love the therapist going, there you go, you know the alphabet, after his uh, little <laughs> tantrum. Uh, oh, someone, I don't know who said this, but someone just says, crazy Jesus. Mm. <laughs> oh, I have so, I should say my mom quotes. My mom watched this film with me, so, uh, mom quote... <laughs> This is talking about Jennifer Beals. Uh, her shade of lipstick isn't very becoming. <laughs> I don't know if we could... I think he should get 100 points for that. Uh, you're in the goddamn crapper, low when, uh, so when he's freaking out about, where am I? Uh, oh, the guy in the yeah. toilet. Yeah. Uh, another mom quote. Isn't this Kafka-esque? In regards to the film, <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. anything else? Yeah, I think that's on my lines. All right. So I think that'll be a hundred points to your mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I'm jealous of your mother, Alan. <laughs> um, I will. You got, yeah, I, I, am I getting through to you, Alva? <laughs> that was, that was four points. That was ridiculous. Um, I gave you another three for some of them. Some of them, uh, you know, it's just a movie. Um, so I think that'll be it for the point. So we'll go into our bonus round. I will say a lot of you missed a lot of Nicolas Cage's dialogue that I had so many points for. And there was points if you did, in fact, get the, uh, my favorite part of the movie. Um, there, there was actually 10 points on the board for that. Um, so first, first bonus point, who do you guys think I had the best performance? Um, I'll give you a hint. Don't say Nick Cage. Um, <laughs> Tracy, we will start with you. Um, I, I know your mother disagrees with me, but I, I'm going to say that I thought you liked Maria Conchita Alonso. Her performance is not perfect. But she is the person who does the most acting in the movie. All right. Uh, Ma? I actually, as I feel like I've stated, Jennifer Beals, because she, she is doing exactly what she's meant to be doing. And she is very believable as a vampire slash, I'm going to beat your ass, boy, if you don't do what I say. It was so okay. on point. Sorry. And Alan. Uh, Maria Conchita Alonso as Alpha. Well, one of you has gotten points because Jess Jennifer Beals as Rachel 
I yeah. think she did exactly what she was there meant to do. And I will say, if I had favorite character, it would have been Alba because she. There's so much like talking about it through, made me realize that she deserved way better. But unfortunately, I already had these set in stone. So, mm. uh, now next up, what do you guys think was the funniest Nick Cage moment? Um, Alan, we'll start with you. A. B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y and motherfucking Z. Well, I'm glad you know your alphabet. Oh, is that when he? Is that when he does his b boy pose when he crosses his arms? never gotten I've never forgotten something not once <laughs> I've never oh. misfiled anything uh, Ma what do, you, what do you think was the funniest part of this movie okay I think it was when he's chasing the bat around the living room and acting like the biggest baby in the whole entire world bats are bats I've chased them around my house with a broom and just his over, like, it was hilarious. Like, first of all, that bat was so bad. It was so bad, so bad, so bad. Like, it reminded me of the Leslie Nielsen movie, which is a like a true comedy, you know, with that bat. But that just, I just found that. And, and I think you would have found it, especially the beginning of the movie. Like, I just feel like that sets the tone after the creepy boy staring. So there you go. All right. And Tracy, what do you think? Uh, I think the funniest part of the movie for you was when Nicolas Cage gets his eyes as big as they can possibly go for absolutely no reason. Yeah. the I believe you're referring to the meme uh, that, that came out for this movie, which... It was, it was it was in the it was I think in the 2000s so way after this movie came yeah. out there's a still it's you don't say and it's Nick Cage doing this I couldn't imagine uh, it was yelling and he's yelling at Alva <laughs> All right I'm kind of disappointed in all of you cuz none of you got it This thing killed me and it was worth 10 points if you had brought it up Alan you did say it it's when Nick Cage jumps up on the desk and shouts, There you are! <laughs> First of all, the athleticism needed to, because that's like four Impressive. or five feet high, and he four. standing jumps onto Maybe the desk. Three, because how tall do you think people are? But go. <laughs> five okay, <feet>. even <laughs> then, even then, like, come on. He jumps onto that desk, which, first of all, comes out of nowhere. Didn't even know Nick Cage could do that. And then he just shouts, there you are. It fucking killed me. I was laughing so hard. And then, unfortunately, he chases her throughout the rest of the office. <laughs> all right. Cringiest Nick Cage moment. Um, Ma, we'll start with you. What do you think was the cringiest Nick Cage moment? Oh, there's so many. This is really, really tough. But I'm going to go with um, 
the sex scene and the orgasm face. Hmm. All right, Tracy? Uh, if you opened up a dictionary and looked up the word cringe, there would be a still from the movie of Nicolas Cage eating a cockroach. <laughs> mm. And Alan. Uh, sexual assault, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would cringe at sexual assault or just go, oh, God, I don't want to watch this. Um, I think that would be very uncomfortable versus cringe. Um, again, no points, because I think the cringiest is when he's hallucinating at the end and he's talking to the therapist, that whole thing. Because, mm. like, although one of the funniest bits is him in her office with the plank. <laughs> Uh -huh. And him talking eloquently and then cutting back to him staring at a wall going, I don't really think it's like that. Um, him talking to the statue specifically, like when he's going back and forth between envisioning himself standing dressed very nicely and then being that awkward. Yeah, I can. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right. And our final one. Did I like Nick's accent? Who who are you asking first? Alan. You know, this is it's just like another trick question. Um this is impossible to like or dislike this accent. Uh it is just cage. Ma. Oh, you absolutely fucking hated it. <laughs> Tracy. Uh I will go one step further in that, and I will say that if Kaysan had to choose between listening to Nicolas Cage speaking that accent and two hours of somebody scratching their nails down a chalkboard, <laughs> you would choose the nails on a chalkboard. I would never choose nails on the chalkboard. That's that terrible. <laughs> I also think you hated it. <laughs> um, well, someone is getting points because it is another trick question because I'm mm. not sure. Like, if he tried it for any other movie, I don't know if it would have worked. And it doesn't necessarily work in this movie. But I saw a thing that it was like, he does this accent to to make him seem fancier than everybody. And, like, in The Therapist, it's not as apparent because he doesn't need to seem, like, good to her. But, like, it's still there. But with everyone else, it is. Um, it's... I don't know about it. It's... Can I say something about your indecisiveness? I feel like you're the Alva of this podcast. <laughs> Jason, you stand by this. You have to peel, guys, you have to peel back the layers. <laughs> so that's it. That's the end of game one. Or So right now the scores at the end of the first game are Tracy in the lead with 64 points. Uh... My mother just behind her with 59 points. Boo. <laughs> and Alan in last place currently with 50 points. Dude, that's a shame. You woo, picked the woo, movie. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, I'm so good at things. <laughs> um, but and then, but you're, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Can I backtrack? Alan's mom's winning with her 100 points. Ah, uh, that's a good point. I guess and you just course, have to understand. In first place is Alan's mom with 100 points. <laughs> um... Um, so, uh, some of the stuff that wasn't brought up, 
uh, beginning of the movie, some major fire hazards with all those candles on the bar. <laughs> all it takes is one person to knock it over, especially with alcohol presumably mm. getting spilled and stuff. Like, alcohol is not that flammable, but, you know, it's still at least somewhat flammable. Um, I I enjoy the line of his girlfriend, Casey Lemons, going, If I had known you had a fucking roommate, uh, in reference to the bat... Um, Nick doesn't close the window after the bat gets in. Like, like when he comes to his apartment the next day and he's like, okay, there's no bat in here. He doesn't close his window. Mm. Uh, when he's talking to his therapist at the beginning, I brought this girl up to my bed. Really hot. <laughs> I just love how he has to justify to his therapist. Like, holy shit. Um, a lot of quotes from him when, when, when he's fighting the bat, or no, when he's telling his therapist about fighting the bat, I'll be damned if I didn't get really turned on. <laughs> yep. That was worth hockey? eight points. Yeah. Um, I was in Mortal Kombat with a fucking bat. <sighs> oh, very fun. Very, I think this is very specific uh, to the movie. Uh, Der Spiegel, uh, which saying the Der Spiegel is wrong because, um, that's just the, the, um, the translation of Der Spiegel is the mirror and throughout the movie, Nick Cage can't find it because uh, he has no reflection. I, I think that's a bit too clever for too the movie. That's way too clever for this movie. Mm. Um, but I think it was at least somewhat meant because it's a vampire uh, I think the mirror, because it's not that big of a thing. Also, he doesn't look for it himself ever. Yeah. Mm. Um, also, John Michael Higgins is in this movie, you guys. He's one of his buddies at the bar. He's in two different scenes. And I was like, oh my god, is that is that a young John Michael Higgins? And absolutely it was. Um, Nick Cage walks up to the vampire Rachel and... Excuse you. Uh, bless um, me? <laughs> or can't you? Because I might be a vampire you, and melt. Uh, Nick Cage sees Rachel at the bar and he sits in the booth behind her mm-hmm. and then goes, did you understand that joke? As this couple walks by and this dude tells a joke. What a fucking insane way to start a conversation. And then he gets up and moves out of frame, so I think he's left, and then he comes back into frame and sits next to her, and she's, like, already on the edge of the booth. Also... his idea of negging. <laughs> um, at one point, Nick Cage has his shirt off, and he has his tattoos, which, you know, Nick Cage has tattoos. I don't think Peter Loeb would have tattoos. Mm-hmm. He does definitely does not seem like the kind of guy... Who would get tattoos, especially with whatever literature job he has? Um, his his apartment is weird because he has to walk through his bathroom to get to the kitchen. Like when he's getting coffee for the vampire at the beginning, and she's gone, he gets the coffee and then he walks through his bathroom into his bedroom. I find that very believable for a New York City apartment. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Oh, th- with a part when 
the guy who wants the Der Spiegel file and Nick Cage forces Alva into his office and goes, listen to me getting reamed on the phone, Alva. And then the guy's like, hey, Nick, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. And then he just has to go. Okay. Yeah. You hear that? I didn't get a single world in Alva. <laughs> um, I felt like he also, he was talking loud enough to Oh, yeah, she should heard. have heard that. Yeah. Um... I think at one was his phone on speaker because we can hear him. The audience <sighs> technical difficulties. Um, yeah. So like, it's it's not fully clear. Like, was his phone on speaker? Or is it just us hearing him? Because I think Alva should have been able to hear it. Um, like, he's either let everyone in the scene listen to it, including us, or not even ha- don't even let us in on the conversation. Let us assume that it's either the guy tells him it's no big deal or that he's like let us make our own interpretation is what i'm trying to say backseat Um, directing much when nick cage (laughs) leaves the uh the diner and he starts to like collapse or whatever like this old man walks up and he's like hey are you all right and i go i'm like oh man that's really nice of that old man to ask if he's all right but also as nick cage as he starts to do whatever, this man walks up immediately. He's like, are you okay, sir? And I go, that's a bit creepy. Like, you need to back up, sir. Like, clearly the extra was told to approach him, but wasn't told when to approach him. And so he just walks up to him as soon as it happens. And then that guy goes into the diner. <laughs> um, that old lady in the lady's bathroom is just like, what are you doing in here? And then... Like, she walks away while he's still in there. At least she does come back and go, hey, are you okay, sweetie? Mm-hmm. Um, this was a nice touch. When he's in that um, that meeting where all of his friends are laughing about him with Alva, he closes the blinds? Yeah. Because uh, he's a vampire. And I've never misfiled anything. Not <laughs> <laughs> what? Um... Ah, high school. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, there's a lady in the office who's talking to no one about her weekend plans. I think at one point Emilio uses a slur against uh, for Hispanics, which, I mean, I guess he's allowed to say it out of anyone, but still... Um, I don't know how they did the gunshots in, in Nick Cage's mouth. Yeah. Like, because I know that those are dangerous, so I don't know how they got him to fire it in his mouth and for him to be okay. Did they add noise Cause, after? Because no, because there's even sparks come off the gun when he does it. Um, Nick Cage punches the bouncer in the stomach, which I just found funny. Uh, the woman seemed like super interested. The woman that he kills is like, she sees him and he bears his fangs at her and she's like, okay, yeah. (laughs) I go, no, that is not a normal response. Why do women find Nick Cage attractive in this movie? Um, there's a scene towards the end after, um, Alva has been assaulted by Nick Cage where Emilio, her brother comes in and goes, was the matter, baby? Um, she came into his room. He said that to her when she sat down on the bed next to him. 
That's your sister, dude. You don't call her baby. Mm-hmm. Unless that's her nickname, i.e. Dirty Dancing. Well, uh, when he's going crazy in the scene, he's like, yeah, I just really want to meet someone. Like, I did notice this throughout the movie. He does, like, see couples, uh, like, people interacting together. And so you can you can assume that, but, like, it's not, like, a huge thing because he has three or four different women throughout the movie. The one he kills, Alva, uh, the two ladies. Oh, this is the thing I want to bring up. Three ladies. I, um, well, I, I was adding the person that he killed as the fourth. No, 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 no. I'm saying in addition to, because I thought there were two different women at the beginning. No. Did I? Okay, so I misread so that. I genuinely thought the girl with the hat was not the girl who was in his apartment. With the bat thing. I thought they were two different nope. ladies. Interesting <laughs> that you should say that. So, a little bit of background. Um, Nick Cage and the director um, did an interview. Uh, I believe Robert Bierman. Uh, they did like an interview about the movie. Uh, and Nick Cage like turned to him and he's like, It was a really great decision of you to uh, cast two women that looked the same uh, as the vampire and as the girlfriend in the beginning. Uh, both of whom are black. Um, and the director goes, oh, really? I didn't, we didn't do that at all. And he goes, no, that was a really great decision on your part. And I go, Nick Cage, were you just, do you, really? That was a bit, it's a bit racist, Nick. It's a bit racist. Hmm. Just randomly goes, yeah, it was really great that you just picked two women that look the same. Like, come on, man, you don't say that. All right. So, next week, of course, is Willow. Uh, I recommend you guys see that before next week. Uh, fantasy Adventure. Uh, Warwick Davis. Um, predecessor to the Lord of the Rings movies, but not the Lord of the Rings books, which I think is slightly um, is a reference for it. Um, uh, of course, this week, I am always the best boy in this show, but for this movie, there was another best boy, and it was Charlie McNamara. Um, so thanks so much for being here with us this week. Uh, and we will see you next week, hopefully. Uh, until then, just, just remember, I'm always correct.